0: Welcome to Louisville Vintage Motor Works Podcast. Take in front of no one, on no location, from somewhere. And now, here's Sugar Puss and Peepaw. Check, check, one, two, three. Check, check, one, two, three. This is Peepaw and Rob in the road. <laughs> Come on, Sugar Puss. All right, uh, so, man, that's the proud tribulations of trying to get a mic. Uh, the Louisville Vintage Podcast is now uh, up and running. Number one. Number one. Podcast number one. The Bonnie situation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're loaded with full leaded coffee and cinnamon scones. Gorilla tape. And Gorilla tape. And we're headed out
1: to <laughs> so derilla- pick
0: up pick up Paul's first Bonneville's first triumph. It's a big day. It's a big day in a kid's life when he gets his first triumph. I remember yeah. my first try. as a lady in the, in the uh, camera shop said to us, oh, yeah. oh, you're getting your first real motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> right under the bus. No. I don't know what you know what motorcycles are, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're just leaving Louisville. We gotta we were waiting for traffic here, and we were shooting on the run. Um, there may be some background noise, but we'll see how this all rolls out. Yeah. So, we gotta get the story on this bike, um, first of all. Man, where's Logan when you need him? Uh, so the story on this bike is a friend in Indianapolis, uh, that we ride with, just happened to have this Bonnie that he has owned for a few years. Um, but he has since then sort of stopped riding it. But it's a beautiful Bonnie Black, two thousand four. Four. Oh. I think it's four. The last year for the carburetor. Is it for Sorry, my mouth full of fucking stone. I think it's four. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So Uh we were all hanging out uh one night and Logan starts talking to him and next thing you know, Logan decides he's gonna buy this Bonneville, and we go and we look at this Bonneville, it's absolutely immaculate, it's the most beautiful thing ever, if you've never ridden one, you need to buy yourself one. Um, and, so, um, Logan decides to buy it, and then, after a few weeks, um... Decides not to buy it. Yeah, he decides <laughs> not to buy it, he decides to pass it off to, uh, to But Pete tell him, but you gotta tell him what, the, what, what he's getting. What? What he bought? Oh, well, he he couldn't buy the Bonneville because he bought a Norton 850 Commando. Yellow. 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 McDonald's yellow and Yellow. yellow. Um, gorgeous It's price. Absolutely gorgeous. Um. Uh, I don't even know what to tell you. He, and, and then he—that's for another episode. Yeah, he decided to transport it on the shanky trailer that he's got <laughs> to make some more noise. Than, you know, the rattle trap. Oh, uh, six bags of rocks falling down the escalator. Uh. So. Logan decides to pass off the Bonnie to uh, people here, and so we are on our, I don't know, what seems like our third adventure to try and attempt to go pick up this Bonneville. Because we had
1: uh, coordination
0: issues or timing issues and whatnot, so we're... But it's happening now. It is happening as we speak. Trailer in tow. Uh, now we're getting a good price. We're getting a good price on this bike. Oh, we're getting a solid price, but it has some issues. It's been sitting for a while. Been sitting for a while. My first issue was mileage. When I first saw this bike, thirty-three thousand miles seems like a lot of miles. Oh, mine had thirteen or fifteen on it. It was still, no, That's what keeps telling me, but they're—it's they're, a twin. It's a well, then I understand that. It's like you know, it's like a ballet on a motorcycle, man. It's. I'm actually breaking my number one rule with any kind of motor vehicle. You have rules? I just, yes. I have one specific rule. your hands on two. Well, no, two. Two, rules. two rules. Two rules, okay. Okay. Never buy a British and never buy a German. Are you serious right now? I'm serious, I'm serious. I never Look, I don't try to outthink a Japanese engineer. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah, Britain won the war with our help, (laughs) you know, Uh, but I just, I never, Uh, I never buy British, Uh, you know, I think Land Rovers, I think MGs, I've never had a a good experience with Jaguars, uh, you know, wiring issues, I mean, you know, please, you know, send me a a comment, tell me that I'm wrong. Well, okay, so there's one so far uh, in my tribulations of owning, owning a, uh, a Thruxton and being around Thruxtons and bonnies of the same generation. There is one little hiccup, and James, um... Logan had a problem, too. I know. Well, Logan had several problems. He had some. He had like a... He had... Well, Logan <laughs> had like a... Logan had what we might call a, an official
1: clusterfuck
0: in right. his bike. He had no turn signals, no right. dash lights, um charging issue. He had a charging issue. Well, so it turns out the factory wiring harness for the rectifier regulator is actually weak enough that if you replace it with the next aftermarket one, the aftermarket one will burn it up. Burn the wiring <laughs> up. So you have to you have to kind of direct wire the rectifier regulator to refeed the battery and so we sorted all that out. That's for a whole nother So like I said like I said, I have two rules. Don't uh, buy British and don't buy German. You're but, fine. but, 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 you're, you're totally fine. When you get, when you get, and I absolutely love buying trucks. I think they're just some of the most beautiful motorcycles ever produced on the planet. Oh, uh, wait till you ride one. And so, well, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm at the point where, okay, I can't pass this deal up. I have to get it. Uh, now, now, we should we should add a little uh backstory to that how are you going to get this bike what did you have to do to in order to get this bike you had to make some space did you not i had to make some space i had to get rid of two motorcycles What did you get rid of um I, one of them was a 77 suzuki gs 400 that someone had given me uh, the old given bike kit. yes the old get now it, it's all there um, and it was in a similar state to this but i just never got it around so to it a, so it was a free bucket bike yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i i have managed to attach myself to a few bucket bikes right and then the other one was my beloved uh, suzuki uh 74 suzuki gt 250 uh that i had built up um, oh the blue frame stro- the blue frame two-stroke blue frame. and i had to i needed the funds to get the to get this bike so i sold both of these to a good friend of mine uh, with uh, the asterisk next to it that if he ever sells it he has to sell it back to me at the same price in which uh, I sold it to him so yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's the caveat so um, so yeah I'm not going to give prices here I'm a gentleman I never, discuss, uh, I never discuss prices yeah 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 anyway even though it's my last name uh, so it, it, it ends up uh, that I made uh, I made space in the garage sweet mama uh, my beloved, betrothed wife of 20 plus years uh, was very happy that I was getting two motorcycles, but then she was not very happy when uh, she found out that I was bringing home another one. <laughs> so, so, you know, I am actually making space for another motor, and I'm actually going to get rid of my GS 850, which is uh, known as Kimmy. Now, Kimmy has her own story. Um, while we're talking motorcycle stories, Kimmy Uh, is uh, a bike that I got from another Louisville Vintage Motor Works member for 500 bucks. I'll discuss that because everybody knows the story behind it. Oh, is this the the traveling bike? This is the bike, yeah, yeah, the the, the traveling bike, uh, with the traveling pants. Yeah. Anyway, um, and... My friend Brian Cahill, uh well, using last names? I can edit that out. My friend and just My friend Brian helped me with his bike. He's always helped me with, with my bikes ever since I got into motorcycles. Um, and that's for another story, the reconnection of me and Brian Cahill. But uh, the uh, the bike, the GS eight fifty, is known as Kimmy. I was hard up for cash and so I decided I was going to sell this bike and Cahill loved it so I sold it to Cahill for $500 what I had into it
1: right. with the
0: asterisk that if he ever sold it, needed the money, needed to sell it, he would sell it back to me for $500 no matter what we've done to it. Right. And so he called me and was like, hey, uh, you want that bike back? I'm like, sure, 500 bucks, no problem. Well, I get it back it's got a bunch of rusty bolts on it now because it left it outside. So, oh, god. <laughs> so, no, no big deal. I'm dealing with the situation. It wasn't wasn't that big of a deal. But uh, so, uh, so I get Kimmy back. You know, I polish the case. I put new tires on her and. Um, I, need, I just need room in my garage. The sweet mama's done happy with the, the garage situation. Yeah, your garage situation getting to look like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like mine. Well, you know, how much crap can I put in there? You know, You'd know, you be surprised. Eight kayaks. Uh, <laughs> I've got to whittle down to six motorcycles. I had eight in there. Uh-huh. i got six right now. Seven's coming. I'll get rid of one, so I'll be down to six total motorcycles. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so... It's a, it's kind of a mess, and I'm, you know, trying to store her car in there along with using it as a workshop. and have uh, yeah, seen You're not getting the car in there. Yeah, well, I'll be able to. I've done it before, once or twice. So. Thing. Uh, anyway. Um, so. So that that's Kimmy Kimmy is uh going to KO. So. And that bike fits me. Uh. It yeah. really does. It's a, it's a great bike, and he, he loves it. And uh. So, yeah. Did you get rid of it? No, oh, you yeah, haven't gotten rid of it. That, I think it's, it's that G S with the ridiculous pipes on it that sounds just awful. Awesome. That's it, that's it. That's kidding. That's kidding? Yeah, with the baloney cut pipes. The baloney the bologna pipes? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that bike is so loud. Like yeah, I'm I know I'm getting older because every time you pull up on the bike I'm like, uh oh, it's not so that it's loud. loud, it just sounds Right. awful. Awesome. Like it just no Well I rode it with you guys up at uh the uh Rocker Union. Was that the was that what the the new event is called Rocker Union? Yeah. So I rode at a rocker reunion uh, on the Thursday before the event, and this is when your bike broke down. That's for another story, maybe, or we'll see. But yeah, um, it uh, the it shot the front shock, need to be rebuilt. There's no damage and all, and it was just beating the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, I, I did I get new tires put on it before that ride because I knew I'd be doing, doing tons. So uh, I uh, I put new tires on it. But yeah. Some of those roads up in it were kind of crazy. That oh, was, they were car snakes everywhere. Just the yeah. roads, were just covered in car snakes. And, uh, horrible, horrible. Just potholes and dents. It just yeah, it, it exactly. was of crazy. Yeah, it was it kind of be, it was kind of wild. They were getting grabbed all over the place, but it was a good, good ride. Um, yeah. And that that uh, that was an interesting time, and that, that brings us to Rob's story of oh, him boy. him actually winning the uh, And That's how we kind of came across the bike. Uh, Rob actually, uh, uh, won a prize up there, uh, for his, uh, mechanical abilities. Yeah, my yeah, my poor little trustee got <laughs> so, uh, The oil pump. The oil pump gear. <laughs> the oil pump, pump gear, <laughs> the little plastic gears that live in the bottom of the, the, the clutch basket, like underneath the clutch mechanism, and when they break and go bad, you don't know, you don't have any oil pressure. Lucky for me, I have pressure gauge uh, on the side of the transmission, and it told me that I didn't have any oil pressure, so. I will be adding one of those very first. Um, uh, yes, I was able to swap that out in a, in a uh French garage. Yeah, French garage, and, um, moved on down the road and we rode the next day. Um, sadly enough, um, mm. the end of that saga was, back got home from Indy, and then mm. six by six post decided to take me out on the highway. So that thrusting is no more into my garage for a rainy day. Um, That was neat. I have a broken wrist, two broken ribs, bruised lung, cracked pelvis, concussion, separated tendon, and a partridge in a pear tree. Um, And that brings us to the Makes Me uh, Cry. Current situation where it's people in the camp. (laughs) <laughs> he following the GIMP and the body situation and the body situation so ironically <laughs> enough this morning I think I did <laughs> find a replacement for Uxton, so I'll be possibly getting that I'm possibly do, do not give out where that is at remedying that situation so um yeah. man what do we have we have the body situation we had we just got back from AMA not a few weeks back like AMA. that was a great time AMA was amazing uh-huh. uh as always burnout box light show um, the captain was in town yes uh, doing his thing um, and the event we had. it was it was uh, it, you know I've, I've been listening to other people's podcasts and uh, they've been Peter. Uh, yeah they've been uh, <laughs> they've been talking a lot about the uh, AMA Vintage days we've been getting a lot of shout outs and that was one of the things that kind of we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while. That was, that was kind of the final, like, motivating factor. Yeah. said, you know what, let's just, let's order some stuff. Let's just see if we can get this going. And it brings us to our current situation. Yeah. Right? We're gonna and it this forward. might completely suck. We don't know. Uh, yeah. So, it might. It might not. Who knows? We have, we have, we have so a fantastic a, list of guests that we're thinking about bringing on. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Um, Everything from, uh, Vincent Guy's, uh, down to boat Betters. Yeah. And, uh... Um, oh, we have to do, uh, we have to do John Russell's garage. We're going to have John Russell's Garage. That's, a, that's an episode that we want to do, a segment. We're going to be putting together uh, several different segments we're thinking about doing. But this is really, the again, the first uh, mini podcast that we'll be doing. Uh, and we hope you guys enjoy them as we go uh, on these uh, misadventures around town. But AMA, uh, kind of give a rundown of what happened at AMA with the Louis Village Motor Works, uh, kind of our history with AMA. What was it about 10, 11 years we're, ago? I think I did the math. Um, according to the pins that I have, we're somewhere between 8, eight and 10 years in. Um, the first year we got—we actually got invited uh, through uh, our good friends at Retro Ranch. got a phone call. Um, Brad White helped set it up. Right. Uh, got to throw, throw a shout-out to Brad White at Rocketville. Yeah. And so we've got... We got a phone call, and uh, AMA actually invited us to the club to come up and uh, curate a tent first year. Um, We brought bikes. We brought um, retro range. We brought we brought everybody that could bring bikes. We brought everybody like all hands on deck. We um, so we show up. We curate the tent. We brought some amazing bikes. We had the Vincent. We had had the Vincents from two Vincents, didn't we? I thought we had yeah. We had two Vincents. Vincent's. We had the Vincent. We had the Uh, main tent. A lot of custom bikes. Yeah, this is what happens when you... The, the we, had, we had some restorations. We had a lot of custom bikes. I had built a custom bike. In fact, the blue bike that we were talking about, the GT250 that I built, I built it for that show. Uh, so, uh, Retro Wrench had built one, the Brad White, uh, yeah. Chad Francis at Retro Wrench. Got to a shout out to Chad. Oh, amazing yeah. mechanic, amazing guy. Also a Griffin Dead fan like me. Um, <laughs> so we just showing your people. <laughs> we get more flack for that because, uh, because of that, but anyway. Um, and uh, and if you really, it, it kind of put us on the map. Well, uh, they had talked about where to camp for this event. And uh, I remember Chad Francis saying something about, man, this a cool little corner back in the back. Uh, maybe we should take that over. And, uh, we literally took it over. The guys that were there for I don't know how many years Kind of bumped them out. Kind of, bump, kind of bumped them out. We didn't mean to uh, originally. We we're like, hey, you know, come party with us. You know, we're gonna have a good time. And if you know anything about uh, Lou uh we do like to party. So it just kind of expanded from there. We had our first uh, quote-unquote burnout box that year. <laughs> well, I don't know that you would it call was, it a burnout box. It was, it's a board. It was it was it was, it was myself and. Uh, I believe Roman and a couple other people literally just holding a, a two-by-six on the ground on the ground with your foot and you would hold the bike <laughs> right, and hold the um, hold the board and and then uh, uh, eventually the crowd kind of got into it and we had extra people holding the front of the bike and we try to make it as safe as we possibly can skating on ridiculous right um, but yes I remember like, uh, like Roman and I being like man Roman was 14 or 15. I mean, he was, yeah, was like uh, probably ever than that. Uh, but then we had several other people eventually, you know, holding, uh, holding the burnout board, um, literally. And then, uh, there was a situation they gave us golf carts the first year. And I remember a conversation being had with the AMA and we told them we were going to try to get kicked out. And they kind of chuckled at us and said, can you come back next year and do the same thing? Right. So we did it the second year. We came back in um, you know, rocked out the tent on the main drag. Um, and then I think at this point we, we were privy to renting the circus tent we have now. I think that was... Yeah, I think, yeah. Let me so we're going to get a big of tent. tent. We're going to rent a big circus tent the next year. That's, our, that's kind of our motto for AMA Vengeance Days is next year. Next year, you're always <laughs> always looking forward to next year. Next year. So at some point we decided that uh, you know renting the circus tent, and when we say circus tent, we're talking about a 20 by 30 tent. They take true. 10 people to set up. Uh, it's massive, and, uh, and so we on various years, it's just they all run together. They they kind of do. It's kind of a fog of two-stroke oil and smoke and fog iron. juice, and there's some fog juice uh, yeah. inhalation in there. Wasn't there a year where we had like a a bar? We had a like bar a, in there, Well, right? we had a we had a bar, but there was one year where we had like this janky old uh, army tent. Do you remember the old yes, army tent? And the old like army tent. <laughs> tent. Yes. And it was like a giant. It was like a cot that you just turned upside down. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Matt from uh, from up at DNR Motors in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I give a shout out to those guys. Uh, Jared uh, Jared up there, Jared Weston, good friend of ours. Hey, Rod. They brought it. They, they brought the uh, the big tent. And I think the next year we had we actually purchased
1: the We did, like it was midway too we, we, we
0: kinda of purchased uh the circus tent. The circus tent. So now we have this big tent, twenty by thirty, um, and it that's got storage issues of itself, but uh, yeah, so and then at some point I can't even remember when we started to do some the sun's so kinda of run together, we decided that well, that wasn't enough. Now we needed a light show. Uh, and PA system. Oh, and that was Andrew. That was all Andrew. Andrew. That's all Andrew is. That's all the captain. If you've ever burned tire with a captain, yes. you know like that, that is... Yeah, the, so, is the uh, thing. yeah, Andrew is is the captain of the ship, and we're just uh seamen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not really? Seamen, <laughs> uh, <him> people. <laughs> no. I mean, he'd probably tell you the same thing, so we got... Yeah, so... So, yeah, we are uh, we have the, we have this now PA system uh, with uh, two fog machines, lights, uh, and a soundboard in which uh, the past couple of years I've DJed. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of interested in this last time. Everybody was coming up and saying, "Wow, well, he's just great. He's just great. Yeah. And I didn't play one single Grateful Dead song. No, you that didn't. did really well. You'd like, you refrained it. from your Grateful Dead I know, and everybody loved it. I, yeah. was, I was surprised, you know, so. Uh, but, I mean, over the years, we've added... I mean, we started the burnout box. We've we've added the beer can, slalom, beer can slalom, which somebody tried to do this year with like full beer cans. Right, right. I'm like that, 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 that doesn't was, work. No, that's kind of. Now, there's a trick to the beer can slalom, though. You have to wait for the water truck to come by and, and get the dirt, you know, kind of dampen it down. Right. You know what I mean? You got you got to wedge that can in there pretty good. So yeah, yeah. It, we have we have active beer can slalom. We've done uh, pit bike races and wheelie contests in the corner, which is yes. we, we 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 need to bring know. that back. We need to bring some of yeah. that back. But you know, other. We've inspired other people. That's that's what I think is one of the big things about it. You know, I um, feel like we have. Our, we've, yeah, we've, we've kind of laid our it's, touch to AMA, and it it's kind of grown, kind of on its own. And, and yeah, yeah. Before we before we started all of our shenanigans in the corner, uh, which has now become known uh, in some circles as the Party, the party or Corner or the Kentucky Corner, but the Louvin Corner. We we this last you know they're barrel races. Uh-huh, um, let's that, that let's talk about. Let's talk about. The hashtag is Ripper's Row, but the barrel races. <laughs> the barrel races organically like popped up one year because right. somebody put two garbage cans in the middle of a field, and I applaud them for that. Yes. Because since then, I have seen minivans get stuck in the middle of it. Yeah. I have seen the sheriff stand in the middle of it. Somebody put a ramp out there one year. Yep. But well, it was, somebody parked their RV in the middle of it. Oh, this is a great spot right. for an RV. Yeah. This is uh. a perfect spot for an RV if you <laughs> want to not. Never sleep or get run over by right who right. was it the, let's see there was one year well let's see this year there were four little unicorns on an XR80 it, it, this has been the talk of every AMA circle that I've witnessed podcasts uh, Facebook everything Instagram they have all highlighted the four unicorn girls um they are infamous at this point. Right, right. They are infamous. I saw him several times at the campground, and then there was that photograph that's been circulating. Yeah, Ripper's Row. Right, right. Um, they got cut off one time, and they all flipped some dude off. I was just laughing my ass off. So, yes, basically, big dirt circle in the middle of a field. Hashtag Ripper's Row. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, the unicorns were this year. What was it last? In 2019, 2020 was a bust, obviously. Yeah. 2019, we were there. I was recording, there's a video on my phone somewhere, and it's, there was a guy, pretty hefty dude, you know, pretty solid uh, beef guy, I think he was on like an XR100, and I swear it was bottoming out, and there was a rut as tall as the bike, (laughs) and he was giving it all the beans that it could get, like, I mean, he was just crushing it, and then there was a guy on a, was it an RS, the big... The BMW Oh the, GSs? the G S like the GS the Enduros? Yeah, I don't know, there was a big enduro. And like I said, never by German. Uh, so <laughs> he was doing wheelies. There was a photograph that came out and it was like him doing a wheelie and then like somebody else in the photograph it. Like there like later on we, we determined that actually we know who that is, but that is a legit photograph. There was a lot yeah. of a lot of mockery that photographs say. right. Us, right. But, but anyway, that was at River's Row. Yeah. Uh, but it is like an end-all be-all no-holes barred open for, with like side-by-sides um yep. like quad side-by-side quad side. three three, three, wheelers, 3 wheelers golf carts golf carts uh five wide harleys see yeah. baggers out there baggers you see baggers out there, yeah, I see baggers out there. so yeah it's, <laughs> it's definitely a man. and then this year somebody uh they came up and we're like oh yeah and duck we're gonna we don't want to improve your thing but we're having a punk man so there was a punch pit uh, In the middle? No, this is uh, kind of off to the side to by our campground, but I, I didn't go to it. But I heard about it. There was a mosh pit, the first mosh pit there. We had a mosh pit that started happening at, uh, at, uh, at our corner. Uh, I was playing a lot of aging, orange, and uh, misfits and stuff like that, and it kind of got a little rowdy. Uh, and so, <laughs> there was a mosh pit that started at our corner, too. Um, some fireworks. Uh, we're trying to we try to uh, keep the fireworks. Yeah, that's a, no-no. Uh, yeah, that's a no-no. Oh, no no. Uh, we've had uh, uh, friends uh, getting hurt with fireworks. We really try to eliminate the fireworks, um, but um, you know they do uh, go off occasionally, and we really do try not to let that happen. We had naked burnout this year, and uh, there was a naked burnout. There was a naked burnout. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, I'm was, so glad I missed that. Yeah, that was uh, in a helicopter. There was a helicoptering of uh, yeah, anyone. Oh. Good. Great. Oh. oh God. Yeah. No. I I had to lay. I kind of had to. Was it wasn't Friday night? I was in the burnout box for a little oh, while. Saturday night, I kind of yeah. sat back a little bit. Right. You're injured. You know. You're so on the injured reserve list. So, so I'm going so. to give you this. So. Yeah. So yeah, that that was something that we uh we saw. There's always somebody that decides to do it naked. I don't know what it is. Uh. Well, there was two the sock guy. There was one tube sock here. guy. He yeah. did a he did the beer can swallowing forwards and backwards. That was the year that we had the trophy with the oh the, the, the gentleman trophy. We, we need gentleman. A gentleman. that needs to come back. I feel like yeah. that needs to come back. Yeah, the 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 gentleman, gentleman. gentleman trophy. Yeah, and and he wanted it during the day, and we you know we were drunk. You know what I mean, <laughs> some things you don't want to see during the day, and it's right, amazing. right, it's right. right, right. And it's better left uh, in the Lee. middle of the night when the children are asleep. Yes, or yes. at least inside their tent. We did it best. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it for him, <laughs> because that is not something you want to see. And it's midlife crisis on a motorcycle with a sock. With a sock? No. no. It's so weird. You know, AMA. It's. Um, it is. It's, it's really just a bunch of you know aged dudes riding around on children's motorcycles. <laughs> For the most part, that's what it is. It's, 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 like, it's like Crash Vegas. Because somebody yeah. going go down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it reminds me of you know uh, like video you'll see of uh, like Thailand, like Bangkok, where all these people are riding around on mopeds, and motorcycles, and nobody's hitting each other there's just like this organic flow through traffic uh, you know it's, uh, it's crazy um, I, I'm surprised there aren't more accidents I don't want to say that don't no curse uh, I me mean, yeah. but yeah I mean like and then we did wheelie contests and then like that corner we have to be really precise where we put the burnout box because that corner you know what I mean like yeah, the co- the corner's kind of expanded I, I don't know if you realize that or not it's, it, it's, it's growing it's gotten wider um, it's gotten wider um uh, we've added a few new people, but like I, I don't feel like we're adding any new people to Mid-O. I think this year we, we did, but, yeah. um, you know, we need some new faces, we need some new blood. Oh, um, well, we thought we had some new blood, We, we did. we showed up on Thursday yeah. to set everything up. Um, yeah. you know, we rolled in, and there's a couple of guys came in our corner, and we're like, um, awesome. hey, man, glad y'all are here, y'all ready to party? And the guy was like, oh, are you the guy that did that that one year? I said, well, sir, we've been doing it for 10 years. At this point, um, I ain't moving. Nobody can make me move. I'm like, stay there. I'm not telling you to move. I'm just telling you what to expect because, you know, you are literally taking up one camp spot, and we're going to take them all around you because uh, my, my camp spot is the one that has the 20 by 30 tent in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like to bring the, you know, Yeah, I mean, if you want to stay back, hey, we'll, we'll feed you and everything, man. Come hang out. Just really. We're gonna call the cops. Oh, what do you mean, Danny? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's yeah. his birthday. Tomorrow's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I remember that. Yeah. The captain yeah. was we, we politely sang him happy birthday. Yeah, we did. Box. We yeah. did, we did. He enjoyed that, right. you know, fed him and
1: uh, no, every was, year, you know. That was,
0: blast, yeah, yeah. So, that was a blast. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, so you know, uh, we, we kind of we we kinda of have uh have this uh relationship with the uh, the police security up there they know we're not doing anything stupid oh they're awesome they come by in the morning well, we are doing stupid stuff and we're not yeah the, uh, they know we try to keep it yeah, stupid as, as like yeah a, keep the gray area <laughs> we try to maintain it <laughs> as much as we possibly can we try to keep keep and maintain um, that entire uh situation yeah i try to be the the burnout box safety technician i guess is what i'm Right, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like a shout-out to AMA for putting that on. Um, we sure. love those guys. We try to give them props as much as we can. So, join the AMA. if yeah, you are not a member, join the yeah. AMA. Join the AMA. Um, and if you're not, if, you, if you're picking this up for some reason, it's our first one. We are we are Louisville Vintage Motor Works. Um, find us on Facebook. We're a huge, huge conglomerate. I mean, what do we have, 3,000 We're an we're, egalitarian cooperative. Oh, Whatever. I mean, uh, really, you know, there's there's no. somebody, some, uh, a, a cop that didn't know us uh, a few years ago came up and was like, who's in charge here? And we don't have anybody in charge. We're Nobody's the, in charge. We're the island of Misfit Toys. Right. It's, it's, uh, there is no, there's no charge here. We're, yeah. we're all about knowledge and, and the right way to ride, uh, protective gear. Anybody wants to work on their bike, we can help them with knowing how, uh, my favorite my favorites are are the people that don't even have motorcycles that are you know they're they're just trying to get into them and and we like to educate people on how to do this safely and Moto Curious and uh, yeah Moto Curious if you will, you know just the right way the right gear you know we don't we don't want to intimidate anybody we don't want to be intimidated I was out there when I remember when I first started riding I picked a bike and said let's do this and I was intimidated as well so now I try to curve that for if I can. What was your first motorcycle? Uh, first motorcycle? Um, Ninja 250. Ninja 250. Ninja 250. And that thing was flat. Get it. Yeah. Because I was a buck o five and it would, <laughs> it would it would get it. I mean it, it scared me a few times. Yeah. And uh, it, it is a 250, but not slow. Yeah. But my first bike uh, was. You know, I think that I think that a person kind of sticks with the brand. I'm not to say brand loyal. Well, no. the first brand that you encountered, your rental starts. It migrates to you. Like you pick a bike, and then you end up with that bike. Right? It was an Ninja 250, so now I'm a right. you Kawasaki. Know, I have like two two Hondas in my garage, right? I'm mostly Kawasaki. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I, I'm a, I, I started with a Suzuki GS 450, and um, as a project bike, I, I'd never even ridden a motorcycle before, and I, I didn't start riding motorcycles till about twelve years ago, my kids were young. Uh, I've got twin. Right uh, around fifteen years ago, I guess. Yeah. Uh, my kids uh, were you know, toddlers, and uh, my wife was working in the beer industry, since so she was gone uh, during the weekends and uh, uh, working. So uh, I, uh, I needed something to do. You know, after I put the kids to bed, what am I going to do? Sit watch TV? You no. Know? So uh, a friend had a, a, a bike in his garage. That belonged to another friend and I ended up uh, talking this guy out of this bike and getting it it had tidal issues and blah 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 but I straightened it all out. And we uh, we ended up uh, I ended up building this bike into my my first motorcycle which was a right. cafe racer. You know, and it was uh, uh, really kind of a nice bike and this was, again one of those bikes that you never just sold for your first motorcycle. Right, right. You know uh, yeah by so, uh, so that kind of that kind of got me hooked. Uh, and I sticked with it. I stuck with you know Suzuki for years and years and years. At this point, uh, you know I've got Suzuki, Yamaha's, and one Honda. And uh, now this is going to be my first British bike. Ah, uh, I'm excited for you. The Bonny, my Yes, I miss my friend. Yes, the Bonny, the Bonnie situation. Yeah. No, I. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm terribly sad about my, my friend. Well. It'll be fixed. Hopefully. <laughs> um, um my, uh I was actually rather impressed with AMA this year because my I did achieve a goal. I uh, the ke250 was complete. Yes. It was a bucket bike. It is 100% complete. Yes. Minus a battery, uh, but it did make the journey to Middle Ohio. It did run at Middle Ohio. Um, I didn't get to ride it, but Logan rode it around yeah. the campground. Again, like Logan's the first one to ride my motorcycles for some reason. Uh, um, it is a seventy nine K E two fifty, um, single cylinder tissue and it is a beast. Uh, it's a big I only made it for about three years. This core bike came to me, um, uh James Kemp actually gave me this bike, the Honda guy. So I ended up with the cow. There was no piston in it, somebody blew blew the piston out of it. Um turns out they don't make that piston anymore, but there's right. a place out of California that you can get. The new old stock. We took a off on the piston. Um, let's see. Uh, shout out to uh, Gordy Roth out there. He's my machinist to us. Oh, kind enough to fantastic job on that head. To roll me through uh, redoing Doing the, the cylinders, uh, the eight. treatment, all the entire yeah. you know jug, the head. Um, so we so I finally finished uh, piecing. Uh, I pieced out the. Uh, uh, piece together the gasket to for the bottom end, and yeah. was able to um, get that 250 back together uh, in time for AMA. Um, the last like week or so was tweaking with with one arm, um, and I'm gonna show my ADD. But my my shout out, I gotta get, I gotta throw a shout out to um, to Daniel and Leonard and John, the guys at Magnum Cycle, for letting me come down there on Saturdays and just kind of. Be a helping hand, and they, they yeah. also help me source parts for the 250. And, and uh, Leonard was kind enough to uh, sit on the other side of the lift while I put the motor back together. And as always, like has been teaching, yeah and, yeah, yeah, and helping me learn about that stuff. That's you know that's a that's a that is such an integral part of these vintage bikes to try to try to find somebody that will help you learn about these things because otherwise you're you're kind of right. running you know, you end up running in circles and... and right, right, it so guys. much little bitty, you know, little bits of knowledge uh, those, that yeah. these older guys had. There were tricks and, and, and tricks of the trade and, and right. whatnot, so I, I was able to, you know, do the KE motor and he's helping with some other motors, but, um, yeah, the guys down at Magnum Cycles have helped me do so many things and learn so much. Well, that's um, one of the things I love about Affinity motorcycles is that it does create this community and it does help to uh, you know, get knowledge from the, the previous generation. You're just right. The only way to learn this, you know, there's there's not YouTube videos. These guys aren't making YouTube videos. No, you know, there's, 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 no YouTube videos. No, 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 yeah, these guys, they, you know, they they learned this stuff. i you know worked with somebody else that had more knowledge than they did, and now they've gained the knowledge. Right. And now they're they're passing that knowledge on to us,
1: and it's again,
0: it's not. Uh, they're not going to go out and make a YouTube video about it. Uh, they're not going to, you know, create a podcast about it. Uh, these are the true right. unsung heroes of, of vintage motorcycles. Right. And that's, yeah. I think that's that's kind of one of the things, like, in our, our mantra, if you will, like, for Luvin, like, our sort of thing is education and sharing the knowledge. Right. And that's why our forum is so, it's kind of so big. And people will put on there anything. There's... There's yeah. no, there's no stupid questions. They no, might sound no, like no, stupid no. questions sometimes, but no, I mean, no. you know, we're we're all about education and and, and getting right. someone. And, and so it's not know. about you know trying to take you know. And this, I've seen this happen. You know, uh, some some old bike guys are kind of experienced. Um uh, no. they'll you know they'll get a bike and they'll sell it off to somebody uh, that doesn't know any better, and it's it, it, happened a lot. And. Know, you know most of the guys that we know would never do anything like that no you know they, they, they might post a bike up to sell or something somebody might them and they'll just say look you know I'm not gonna sell this motorcycle to you. you don't know what you don't know what you're doing um, you need to go out and work out ride a motorcycle first you, you, you I mean I, you weird. know I've had I've had people say this is not a good first bike for you right it should probably be in this neighborhood right you know and I've had people I've had there was there was a uh, there was a new person at AMA this year, and they they bought a bike and decided that that bike wasn't for them, and they have asked some questions, and I've kind of been like, you know, let's let's steer in this area, or, right. or, or kind of, you know, what do you want to do with the bike? And you, know, you right. kind of get into the right questions, and you try to steer right, right. them in. You know, and, and you know, I, I there's always still people, you know, that are getting into vintage bikes, they get all excited, you know, they're they're seeing these, you know, kind of uh, Instagram pictures. say look um, if you want to ride motorcycles by new. if you want to buy vintage buy two yes <laughs> that is our motto. that is our motto i love it i have said that so many times yeah it's just you know if you're if you're going to get into motorcycles and vintage motorcycles make sure you have a newer motorcycle that you don't have to work on all the time just so you can get your knees in the breeze and, and have a good time and enjoy yourself riding motorcycles um yeah, and, I don't, and then if you want to work on some big stuff, get a couple of them and enjoy. They're they're usually really cheap because they're usually not running. Right, they're either in a bucket or box. Oh, or right, right. And and what's your What's your you right? Know. And then the sense of accomplishment you have. You know, well, I'm, I'm getting frustrated with it. You know what I need to do? I need to go for a ride. Oh, I can't ride because my motorcycle's right. sitting right here in front of me. That's uh, that's yeah. the most discouraging thing in these yeah. motorcycles. I, I I don't want somebody that. Like, this is your first bike, and you get so discouraged, you're like, this isn't for me, you know, you know, get a right. bike that you can ride, get a bike enjoy it. Yes. I don't want to take away from the experience. If I could give everyone that I meet my motorcycle experience, or my motorcycle, uh, you know, juju, I guess if you will, like, put on the, you know, give them the the energy or whatever. Right, right. Um, have I a will. bike you can ride, and just jump on and go ride any day, and then have your bikes that you're working on. You know, yeah. now, this, that will that will price a lot of people out of the market because they may not have a place to work on it. And that's why, you know, community garages are so important. And we've tried for years to get a community garage, but we, kind of unsuccessfully. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of the goal would be to have a workspace, uh, or just find a, just find a group like Louisville Vintage and join that forum and ask right. a bunch of questions. Like questions. And people will come and help you. You know, I've, I've gone to people's houses and picked up bikes and, and helped them out. Uh, and so, have, uh, you know, people done that for me. Um, oh yeah, no, it, it's always it's a pay it forward. Like, exactly. I mean, exactly. like, look at my accident. Like when I went down, yeah. people came out of the woodwork, and I'll, I'll make a big post or something about that later. But I couldn't thank these guys enough. Like yeah. this community, you know. Uh, came like basically like just came to my rescue with, with food or company or whatever. But that's the way Louisville Vintage is. But find, find a good positive group like like Louisville Vintage and uh, ask yeah. yeah. questions. And, and, and there's 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 groups all over. Uh, yeah, there's you know, There's uh, there's a, a group in Indy. So we're in Louisville, Kentucky, but there's a group in Indy. There's one in Denver. There's Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Uh, um, Nashville, on Memphis. All kinds of people, all kinds of cities around this. Chicago, several real active scene in vintage motorcycles. Um, you know, we're Midwesterners, so we know more about the Midwest and the South, even the so There's always those birds of people, just look, those, look for those people and, and make those connections. because that's really how you're going to learn about motorcycles, and specifically vintage motorcycles. Oh yeah, but what, um, what was your favorite bucket, bike? Bucket, Okay. Just you know, like I've got them in. Here's a frame. Here's a bucket of parts. Here's three different motors. Comes in a bucket with two wheels. Yeah. That that would have to be my very first motorcycle. Was a bucket motorcycle. Yeah, it came in parts. Yeah. After after building that bike, um, I really never tried to buy anything in buckets anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I Trying to stay away from anything with a bucket in it. Yeah. I just don't have time. I got so many other things. I also do overlanding. uh, So. Uh, that takes up a lot of my time too, so um, I'm, you know I really don't have time to work on as much stuff as I used to. That's why I kind of got into bikes. Uh, I just I just want to ride at this point. Uh, I don't yeah. mind wrenching, you know, but I had to eliminate the elimination projects. I am doing the same. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm 51 years old this year, and uh, I have to start eliminating some of these things out of my life. Yeah, did you get your PayPal card yet? I did get my PayPal card, my AAR PayPal card. <laughs> Yes, I got it. Uh, so that means we can get discounts. Yeah. At, at the at the buffet in the travel lodge. Yes, exactly. Buffet in the travel lodge. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I got to look for my my, my Holiday Inn Express for breakfast. Oh, here's somebody broke down. It should we stop? We're going in the opposite direction. Man, that's a nice that's a nice hot yeah. ride. Yeah, we're traveling. Yeah, on um, Street right national time, and so we're Heading north. To everybody <laughs> <else>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go, like, so my favorite bucket bike, man, I don't know. I've had, like, TC400s. I've got some 650s. Right. To date, my my favorite, my bucket bike is going to have to be, it's going to have to be the KE250. I think that's the one. I haven't even ridden it yet, but it was was fun to see it, like, finally come back together. Right, right. Um, Because anybody that knows me will tell you that I have all those projects that never seem to come back together. No, you you got bucket cars. I got, well, Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, think, the rules still
0: apply for Volkswagens too. They you do want to drive them by two. That's right. That's oh. right. Go, go, lease yourself a new Golf, and yeah. then have three of them in your yard that you're that uh, part two, two, two. Oh, okay, one. Yeah, okay, I got you. I, understand. I have stuff hidden in the garage too. <laughs> uh, uh, what was your What was your favorite bike at AMA this year? Favorite bike at AMA? We're all over the map. We're a bunch of the ADDiest people. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, my favorite, hands down, hands down. It's always, until somebody comes up with a different bike, it's always going to be the KV75 that comes out of the Kawasaki Triple Club that the guy built, and it's got, I think it's a, I think it's a 500 two-stroke triple motor in the KV75 frame. It's a like matte gray with a custom rear end, custom pipes off the yes. the Hibusa, and it just rips it around the. The, the campground and you just hear it coming because it's got that that two stroke triple Oh. that it's not even it's like gross. a brass it's a it's a crackle and it, and it just rips on the throttle and he just kind of puffs around the campground yeah. but it is yeah. the most wicked bike yeah. um, as far as pit bikes go we need to, we buy need to do that with your little ct70 oh no. I don't mean, know let's let's see if we can find ourselves a uh, like a Honda 354 motor
1: no. Hanging off the bottom of Oh,
0: God, no. Oh, that frame right would break half Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to support it. We'll call J-Rod. I don't know. So I'm going to go with that as a pit bike, the KB75 out of Okay. Triple Club. Okay. Um, I, need to, I need to plug the Triple Club for a second. They are the guys that are usually in charge of building the modern burnout box for us. Um, yeah. They do an amazing job. We disintegrated the one from 2018 Appreciate uh, this year. So <laughs> I need to get with the Triple Club. And, uh,
1: yeah, the way
0: we just get plans. I need to. Yeah, we need to go hang out with those guys and go rebuild that burnout box. Right. Um. I think. I think overall the best. The best bike that I saw. Um. There's. There's always triples. There's. There's a ton of stuff, man. That's a hard choice, but there was. In the, I think it was was it the Cincinnati, uh, uh, was it the VJMC tent? The VJMC okay. tent had. You no. Know, had one of my bikes, Veruca. Man, one of, yeah, your Veruca was in which there. got stuck in the corner, by the way. Right. It, it, Veruca it was. was in there, but no. I can't remember. There was, was a ten. I don't know. It was a haze. We were so hot. But oh, by the I way, I believe there was a. By the way, uh, the week after AMA, Veruca won first place best in show, and another bike show up in Ohio. So, so yeah. Right. yeah, so, so, get, they, so yeah, three justification Veruca. Yes. Um, I was happy. Oh, uh, there was, was there, there was, if I remember correctly, there was an original uh, Rough Superior. There was. There that was, one, that I'm going to go with best bike, original Rough Superior. Yes. Um, that was my pick, and now I've got to come up with another one because you just picked it. So I'm, I'm going to, yeah, that was the best bike. I'll, let's do best pit bike, best show bike. Okay, well, I don't or know. Or best bike overall. Okay, like, so, so um, he walking into the Me. Now let me let me just grab Baruka for you first, so this will make sense. Baruka um, is a bike that Jerry uh, Wetterling and I did together. It's a GS 450, another GS 450, and uh, built it to be like an old gasser, the 1960s kind of style. Like like it, I call it the Willy Wonka bike. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's named Baruka Salt, and yeah, uh, we. Jared and I, were one night we were sitting around uh, getting a little heady and uh, talking about some of our favorite movies and Willy Wonka came up and I said, well, why don't we do a Willy Wonka bike? And we ended up calling this one Veruca because it's kind of a salt flat racer, rat style, and Veruca Salt was a salty little rat from Willy Wonka, the Chocolate Factory. So we decided to build this bike and it turns out really nice. Um, and as I'm walking through the swap meet, um, I see what could have been Veruca back in the day. This was a Mm two-stroke Yamaha RD350. Okay, stretched drag bike with two RD350 motors on it. That was at race track? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was, was it it didn't have a tank on it. It had the, the, the drag tank. You know how they build them into the frame? Right, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, drag bike tank. It, it had one of those on it. it and that was the one the guy just bought and didn't have any pipes on it? Yeah. Like, okay, It didn't have anything on this thing. There, was, there may have been some beer involved. Right. Usually in the middle house. So you're kind of like So this bike, this bike was not complete, uh, but it was painted the exact same color as Veruca. Oh, the lime green? The lime green, green yeah. yes. Uh, Veruca, again, we were trying to make it look like a, you know, a... A gasser from the 1960s, which had all these bright colors and stuff. So, and this this is what that was. Uh, it had, you know, somebody had a pinstripe letter, Yamaha on the side of it. It had the, the kind of uh, Von Dutch style pinstriping on the head, too, which we had done that on Kang on Veruca. So this was Baruca's original kind of incarnation thing, I guess. Say. And it was... Oh my God, that was that to me was my favorite bike of all. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I would have I would have sold one of my children to get that bike. Uh, and it wasn't a, don't know if it ran, but it was just such a cool bike. Uh, you know, so that that to me was my favorite, and I'll never forget that one. I took lots of pictures of it, dude. I just I love the swap meet. The swap meet is my, kind of my favorite part. Of the oh course. yeah. In you never know what you're going to see. But, I mean, no, well, you, you picked up a, a rim for me for the oh yeah the the TR650. The weird yeah, the weird. Yeah, it was right after you decided to go back to camp. So I turned and was walking around. I yeah. and, and yeah. ran into that. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been looking. It's so weird, you would think, oh, how common is a 36-hole 19-inch chrome rim? You should be able to find them brand everywhere. New. Brand new. Brand new. Mm-hmm. You should be able to find old stock and that kind of stuff everywhere. I've been searching for this rim for five years and didn't want you know, I, I could find them but they would be a hundred and forty, hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, that's stupid for a, a vintage Japanese motorcycle rim? No, I'm not fancy. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that's your that's your um your best score? That's the best score. Best yeah. score from the from the swap mean? The box of spokes. Oh I'm my god. The five dollar box of spokes you can't carry was, around? Yeah, yeah it, it's about fifteen pounds of spokes that I I bought for five dollars. Uh and to give you a background, I, I'm a wheel guy. I love building motorcycle wheels. I started out building bicycle wheels about 25 years ago, uh, so I came from the bicycle side and motorcycle wheels, spoke wheels, just speak to me. And uh, so I, whenever somebody in the club needs a wheel build, I always build the wheels for people. And uh, and I love polishing stuff, and so uh, that's just kind of my thing. Well, these spokes came across, and then whenever I find boxes of spokes, I just buy them up. And there's somebody else there doing the exact same thing I am because I ask everybody, oh, no, some guy just came about a box. Yeah, I'm like,
1: yeah, I love them. Well, anyway, we
0: ended up, with We sorted through most of that box. We sorted got, through it. I got it. I half, half a wheel? Had, I got about half wheel? a wheel, yeah. Um, so we're going to see how it turns out. Uh, you know, well, we'll figure it out. I still got to go through about another half of that box. I mean, I'm going to something, to it or something. Yeah, so i still got to sort through it. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, so that was a good score. That was a good score there. Uh, uh, well, I, like, I was I was on the other end, and, and there's always a guy who has the manuals for stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got that I scored the I scored the red factory Kawasaki parts catalog for the KE250B yeah, yeah, yeah. and it is ultra-rare. Uh, yeah, all the part numbers, which I can now sort of translate and look for. And, right. Yeah, so now I have the factory... Uh, the factory manual, and the factory parts catalog. I don't even know if they make a uh, a manual for that bike. I'm not yeah, really sure. There. Well, you know, I, I saw lots of good British stuff there, too, and what, what makes me sad is that I didn't get to hook up on this bike until after AMA, and I would have gone through and bought a lot of vintage, uh, just Triumph stuff, knowing that, uh, if I my yeah, yeah. I wish cow. you would kind of know. That's alright, though. It, yeah. you'll, you'll get there, you'll get there. Then you'll just start buying side covers and well, and just cool Triumph shit. Because yeah, just, well, I, I, I went to a swap meet a couple of years ago and found a poster that somebody had made of an exploded view of a, a Triumph motor, and I you know I haven't felt like I could actually hang it up because I didn't know any British stuff, but now that I, I'm preparing halfway to uh right now, yep. I'm getting my first British bike, I think I'll get this thing framed i you got know. I got some stuff I got laying around around. You might notice some little maybe uh, in my house with a drive tank. I haven't yeah, tank it. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah. we'll get you started on the Oh yeah, yeah yeah. And you know, if we're gonna do anything to this bike, you know, I don't know. Uh, I love building bikes, but I also just like riding them too, so this will probably just be a rider on that I I will be looking for a uh in, in the Bonneville with a Oh, the the a oh yeah, we'll search you one out of those. I know I found one of those because my, uh, you know. Yeah, the uh, guy I'm guys. getting it from said so be careful because the, the one of the parts catalog has a stripe on it. We don't want the one that has a stripe, oh, you better to get it in yeah. body black, blah blah blah, yadda yadda yadda. Yeah yeah uh, Yeah. You know, if I can find any, sort of any color, it doesn't matter, I'll, I'll hit uh, up J-Rod and for yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Mr. Paint. Uh, did you ever find, I don't think we ever did, you were looking for the Flying Hawaiian at, uh... I was. At the middle, like... Yeah, and No. The, tell, tell us about the, the Flying one Hawaiian. The one to get away. I oh, yeah. I, I thought I saw one. I did I, see one. I even, stopped, I even stopped the guy... There was one there. ...that I thought had it, and it was the same paint. Almost the yes. same... Almost identical, but yes. it was not. It was not. A, so, the Flying Hawaiian was a... Uh, and I'll go into the big story of it later, because we're almost through an hour podcast here, but, uh... Uh, the Flying Hawaiian was a 1972, I think it was, a S three 3200 Yamaha painted in purple. Uh, and, uh, I, I picked it up, and it have got a whole story behind it, but I I was drunk at, at AMA one time, and, you know... V&D. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. Like AMA that. Vintage you, days, no way, You were, what? And, uh, yeah. And the last day was Sunday, and, and I put, you know, everybody puts, uh... uh Paper plate on the front, yeah, I mean, a plate with a price you know and I'd done it just for shits and giggles and I was riding my pit bike well right before I'm leaving packing everything up, this just comes up to me and he's like oh yeah I want that bike blah 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 and me and my drunken stupor was like oh yeah I'll sell it to you but you uh, know he, he wouldn't he, I wasn't going to come down on the price he goes I'll tell you what I'll trade you these two Honda race bikes motocross bikes for it Oh, that's right. you got a... Uh, yeah. The paper plate. The best, worst decision you'll ever make. Yes. So, I ended up trading this kid for this bike, for both of these bikes. I sold one immediately. And then um, I traded one, another one for a Yamaha xs 1100 Oh, God. That, that's, that's a beast of a bike. You can push the thing. I mean, yeah, I know. I had one of those for a short period of yeah, time. Yeah, they're monsters. monster. Uh, the eleven. Shaft drive. Shaft
1: drive. Beast
0: of a bike. I'm trying to push a buffalo. And, no you know, I ended up selling I it too and, you know, back and forth, back and forth, you know. But I always like, man, I never should have gotten rid of this bike. So I found one there and I kept coming back and coming back. The guy was never there and swapped me. And finally I was like, you know what, he's gotta push up the bike. And I never followed up. With the
1: end of the yeah, he day. wouldn't
0: come off the price either. Like he wouldn't. Yeah, I mean it we're was, like. It was twenty two hundred or something. Before yeah, it, and it, and the like, the market for bikes and everything right now is crazy. Yeah, so you know, not, look, the bike's been around that long. Yeah. I would prefer to have my original fly in Hawaiian because I think making the badges for it and all the stuff, and I'd have hibiscus leaves all our, I'd have hibiscus flowers all over it. So I prefer to have the original one that I had. Right. if I can find it. The kid that I sold to sold it. Because it was a two stroke, he could never get it to run right, he said. Uh like dude's a it's a two stroke. It's like a guitar. You uh, got to tune it, it, bro. You gotta call Dirk Ter- Reynolds you Ter- <laughs> Yeah, Dirk. Yeah. He yeah. So he sold it and then I saw it come up for sale again and it was at the it was the right bike, wrong wrong time, didn't have the money and, you know, I didn't I wasn't able to pick it back up. So I was still keep an eye out for that. But so this is the exact the exact bike and it, it if we, yeah. my fingers, so. But you know, if I would have got it then I wouldn't be getting this triumph right now this podcast would not be happy as we are speaking. So right. uh the Moto universe works in mysterious ways and uh, I will I will let the universe uh, tell me what is ready to get me back that bike. Yeah. But anyway, I think we're I think we're an hour through this, Rob. Yeah, I, I think I think this we, might be a two term podcast. This is part one, then part two once we get to ending and we get the bike and we'll go, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you later. We'll talk on the way back. So we are Louisville Vintage Motor Works, our first episode. Um, find us on Facebook. Um, and remember, if you want to ride, buy new. If you want to buy vintage, buy new. Thanks for joining us for the Louisville Vintage Motorworks podcast. Special thanks to Steepland String Band and all those that have made our show possible. Watch for deer, and we'll see you next time.